Hello there. Hello, everybody. It's an all new episode of Pedro, Pat, Padro, Pat, Padro Pascal. Hi, everyone. <laughs> oh, we're off to a rocking start. Hello, I am Rachel. And I'm Katrina. Hello. And this week, we're welcoming a new guest to talk about the 2015 film Bloodsucking Bastards which was actually a requested film, and we are joined by one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, Princess Weeks. Yay! I am so glad to finally be on the Pedro Alavodka podcast uh, with my absolute, one of my absolute ride or die, Rachel. Thank you for having me on here, and it's so great to meet you, Katarina. Absolutely. Thanks for being on with us. Yeah, so uh, Princess, I'm going to put you on the spot and make you tell the people about yourself because I'll just gush the entire time. So you have to do it. All right, perfect. Um, my name is Princess Weeks. I am a coworker with Rachel at Le Mary Sue. I uh, co-host It's Lit on PBS, which is a video series all about literature. I am a YouTuber under the name Melina Pendulum where I talk about pop culture, intersexual feminism, all kinds of nerdy goody things. Uh, born and raised Brooklynite, living in uh, gentrified Brooklyn, and uh, I'm just very happy to be here because I too have a deep love for Pedro Pascal. I remember the first time I got eyes on him, and I thought, mm, "That's a man," and uh, what what a feeling it was. <laughs> oh, I love that, Princess. I do want you to tell it. Uh, Katrina, what got you to watch The Mandalorian? Because it is one of my favorite things about you. I'm listening. Okay, sorry. There's a delay on my end, so I apologize if like, I, I look like I'm not listening. I am listening to you guys. Um, so I saw this <laughs> TikTok, which was someone uh, playing the part. And, well, I want you to hit that daily thing that's, that's singing in the back of my throat. And then someone dressed in a dindabarin costume was like and had the voice of like really good and i was like well we gotta watch the mandalorian now because now i am locked so i watched it and i was like wow um it's funny how someone could have such b bde and you can't see their face but you but like you know it's pedro pascal but also yeah it could be anybody it doesn't actually matter like honestly it's quite like Anyone could be this hot if they sounded like Pedro Pascal, which is a gift that Pedro gave us that we could just like hear his beautiful voice and picture like a huge man in a in a suit being both daddy and daddy. And I mean, yes. what a gift. What a gift. Mm -hmm. It was the greatest little I've, I had been watching and covering that show for two seasons. And Princess was just like, hey, I found this TikTok. I'm going to watch The Mandalorian now. <laughs> just sent it to me and I was like, yeah, great. I'm glad that's what got you in. That I love it. Yeah, no, no, no. I I remember when that TikTok was circulating and it just like hit almost every single one of my group chats, including the ones that were not about thirst. Like my absolutely regular, like among us group chat was like, well, have you seen this before? <laughs> so well, it's, it's the yeah, yeah. You. it's the yeah good and you're like oh great okay what, what what are we doing what do you want me yeah to do? yeah and there are so many you know what not to derail us for the episode which is about blood-sucking bastards but there are so many lines that he has in the mandalorian that you can just take out of context and send to a mandalorian cosplayer and they make tiktok art out of it and i appreciate that uh very true so katrina how tell the people how you're doing Oh, I'm doing great. I just uh, moved into a new place. There's nothing on the walls. So if I sound like I'm in a cave, you know, that's why. Uh, but otherwise, I'm super tired and, uh, and very relieved to have been moved. Uh, and uh, my cat is no longer crying. So like, it's just all, it's all good. He, all we did was move upstairs. Like, 
<laughs> he has the same courtyard, different view. Like we didn't go anywhere. We're here. We're still here. It's just like I don't like change. He's yeah, like, he's he was attached to my spot. Exactly. He, but he's doing pretty well now that he's gotten to like patrol the apartment. He's like right next to me too. So if he jumps, that's why. He's he's being extra attached this week. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, right. And uh, uh, I believe we uh, launched a game, another one at uh, MWM called Mass Maker. Yeah, we did. We did launch that game. So that's up right now for anyone who likes uh, VR experiences. Uh, it's very fun. There's a lot of cool dances in it. Um, and I, I really appreciate it. It's very fun. It's by the people from A Fisherman's Tale. And it was a, a pleasure to publish. So. Enough talking from me. How are you, Rachel? Ooh, that's so exciting. You know, uh, <laughs> yes, how are you, Rachel? <laughs> Fine. I've had a mental week. Um, and then Prince is just smiling at me. And then, uh, you know, forgot that the Oscars were a thing until Tuesday. Yeah. Watch, watch The Father, which uh, if you have a sick dad, maybe don't. Um, and did think my cat ate an, a Tylenol yesterday. So he now hates me and my roommate because we just kept opening his mouth to see if his gums were changing colors. And he's like, I didn't eat the damn Tylenol. Can you let me go? Like, I, I didn't do it. I don't want to be here anymore. Mm-mm. Aww. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. I watched Mortal Kombat, Fatality, HBO oh, yeah. Max. That is a word that exists in the English language. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's I'm, how exciting of a person I am. Um, no, like, I, I, and I, and completely normal weekends. Uh, I am excited to get back to those hopefully next weekend. So yeah, if I could trade places with you, I wouldn't cause it's been very hard, but I did watch Mortal Kombat also. <laughs> Uh, and I thought it was fantastic and campy and like I didn't expect anything from it but a campy ass video game movie so I got what I wanted Um, I was like I kind of went in expecting like Dragon Ball 2001 quality 2010 I can't remember when that came out it was a blur to me so it was it was was, not that it exists like 2000 like eight or nine but still terror terrible time i was like that's princess's expertise she knows all that stuff i'm always like i trust you you just tell me what i should enjoy out of it and i will it it felt like it was made at that standard and that's why i enjoyed it because it was better than that you know (laughs) i like i realized i didn't realize i knew as much of that game as i did until like they were in the beginning punching each other and like the blood was splurting and i was like that was from the game I remember mm-hmm. that where you would like just punch somebody and blood would go everywhere. And that was my contribution to the conversation of Mortal Kombat. I was like, I remember that from the game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I've been God. covering I'd been covering Mortal Kombat at the Mary Sue because the latest incarnation of the game has been so good about like having the characters have ethnic features and like really trying to be like inclusive but still fun. So like mm-hmm. covering it from there and then coming to the film where like they got like every hot Asian man, and of course, Makad Brooks like shirtless most of the time. Just like what, what a lovely thing for me. Like I'm still attracted to men in 2021. What a revolution! I'm just like ah. Uh. So I would marry all of them except Kano. Um, although mm-hmm. Kano is hilarious, a problematic babe. But I was just like I hate yeah. Kano, but I love to hear you say dirty words. <laughs> princess, wait, Princess interviewed the cast and like Louis Tana McCadbrooks loved her, but it was also like when I was editing it for our social media, like Louis Tana's just like sitting like this, staring at her the entire time. And I was like, <laughs> oh. I can't edit this anymore. <laughs> I was like, Princess, this is the timestamps I need. <laughs> just like told her what I needed. That is adorable. Louis Tana is like unbelievable. He's unbelievably gorgeous. They're also like Max, like they were all like Ludi, they're all so gorgeous. I'm just like, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they all love Princess because she came in there and was like, hello, I love Mortal Kombat. Let me talk to you with all of my knowledge. Yes. Oh, that's so awesome. I need to go look those up. I need to go watch those. Uh, yeah. really cool. they're, on yeah. our, they're on our social media, but on the Mary Sue folks. Let's uh, get into some news. So 
The Bubble, which is the Judd Apatow movie that I keep on talking about, mm -hmm. um, wrapped filming this week. There was a video going around on Instagram of him dance, some music's playing, and he's talking to Peter Serafinowicz, <laughs> who I love. So I was like, hell yeah, Peter Serafinowicz. Um, but he's talking to Peter Serafinowicz. I said his name too many times. I was doing really well. And then I was just like, Serafinowicz, whatever. The fucking, uh, the tick. So he's, he's talking to the tick in the background. Um, and it was like, they wrapped filming. And so then he wrapped filming and I guess decided to go to Italy. So uh, all these pictures came out of Pedro Pascal in Milan on a bike in a Lakers t-shirt. To which I tweeted uh, about these pictures. And I said, good, get you a gelato. <laughs> and then he did go and get a gelato. <laughs> and then the picture that broke me as a person is uh, Pedro Pascal posing in front of a Frank Sinatra picture. So something personally. You. That's like a thirst trap for you. Yeah, this is just this is just me in a nutshell. I used to have a Frank poster on my wall when I was like six. <laughs> so I was like, what you doing in front of Frank? Um, yeah, he's just traipsing around Italy. Living his best life. I would love some gelato. Um, mm -hmm. Ship me some, please, if you hear this and you're still there. Yeah. And, uh, and then he also, he watches Drag Race. <laughs> Again, something that made me very happy. <laughs> Pedro Pascal, he's just like us. Uh, except I'm glad you're So the VH1 <laughs> app like was not updated. So I didn't get to watch the finale. And then I was going to look for something on Entertainment Weekly. And they spoiled who won in the headline. And so I was furious because I like did not, I hadn't watched it yet. And mm -hmm. so I was like, whatever, like I'm glad I wanted out of the top four, three queens. I didn't care who won out of the three of them. Mm -hmm. uh, I just didn't want the one queen to win because she should have gone home when she got chasséed away the first time. Anyways. Um, and so then I went on Instagram and he had posted who won in his story. And I was like, well, I'm glad I got spoiled by Entertainment Weekly. Otherwise I'd be very mad. Because Gal spoiled me, but he didn't. I already know. Anyways, uh, yes. Th that's my news, unless you have anything. Those are the no, things I, I knew about this week. I, I don't have Pedro Pascal news, but may I may I, may I add a trickle of Adam Driver news in, into this? Yes, you should. Is sure. that okay? I cross-pollinate with a fellow Star Warsian. Um, so <laughs> I have been following the upcoming Ridley Scott Gucci uh, film because Lady Gaga is coming for us again and every single time something happens. So one of the members of the Gucci family is very unhappy that Al Pacino is playing their great grandfather or something, saying like he's too short and ugly. And I'm like, first of all, how dare you install Al Pacino, okay? He had issues with alcoholism and eating disorders. Leave him alone, he's our face, he's beautiful on the inside and that's what matters. Also, <laughs> I'm, I finally saw some pictures of like Jared Leto in it. And I'm like, I can't believe he's playing Adam Driver's father um, and he's wearing a fat suit. And I'm just like, why couldn't they get literally anyone else? Um, and then Selma Hayek is in the movie as well. Love that for her. Um, this is going to be an event that Rachel and I are going to attend because it's a Lady Gaga feature. And, so and it's about Italian. A calzone in theaters. Yeah, I cannot wait to eat calzones in the theater with Rachel as we watch um, House of Gucci. Aww, I'm so excited for you guys. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Anytime that something is slightly Italian, it's like Princess Brings Me. It's like, hey, this is my Italian friend. Um, <laughs> Oh my god, that reminds me of that thing you posted today where like that that woman made with Prego like spaghetti. First of all, don't sauce. use Prego. If you're using yeah. it, you use Rayos because it's at least from a restaurant. But like you don't <laughs> use Prego. Oh, don't even get me started on that. And then she put a bunch of meatballs on one side and then the and then the spaghetti on the other side, and then with the salad just on the counter. Insane. Mm. It's insane. Mm -mm. I I, I could it. not. I'm sorry. Like it's wonderful that you think you can cook on your counter like that. Like maybe there was a mat who's which I didn't see the edges of, but either way, like I don't know. My post-pandemic brain is just like, oh my God. Like even 
it sucks because like a part of me misses um certain types of food where like you do have to spread the platter out and the table like grabs at the pieces of food and stuff but like you don't do that with italian food no no you, you have mountains and piles of spaghetti style. yourself yeah it's a huge ass bowl when it's families that oh don't even remember. huge ass bowl with the prongs and you lift your spaghetti out of the prong with the prong and then <laughs> It's, it, listen, I'm just going right I like okay. <laughs> my my family is very uh, Italian Italian and Chilean um, in the south, uh, and so it's like one strong Italian side, and then like one strong side that is from this like extremely southern like seaside fishing community. Um, but yeah, but, so I'm very particular about like how I get my spaghetti out and like how we how we separate the pasta. <laughs> stuff it's like it don't mix it around you put yeah. the pasta my, sauce uh, on my, <laughs> sorry, my no, please don't let me sorry. keep going here no no it's fine uh, my girlfriend is italian her father is from like the northern part of italy that like it used to be sylvania like it's like a disputed territory but she's from up there and the other day I texted her like, oh, I made pasta today. And she was like, you made pasta? And I was like, whoa, 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 sorry, 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 sorry. No, I, I mean that I made a pasta dish. And I really thought that if I had like, and I was like, if I had really made a pasta, you may have married me. And she was like, may. And I was just like, wow, next, next thing I have to do. I've made pasta from scratch once. But you need a good prank <laughs> for that because otherwise your arm mm -hmm. will be so, uh, it would be a great exercise, but I don't need to be that toned in my arms. Like that would, it'd be yeah. excessive, but I would do it. Like I would be so like, I'd be like, Rachel, we making linguine. <laughs> bring bring yourself over here. <laughs> Princess's girlfriend, it was funny. Before the pandemic, we had a big Halloween party and like everyone was there. And all of a sudden, like at the end of the night, we're all drinking, we're all having fun. I look and the three Italians, it was me, my friend Rachel and Anna were all cleaning. Like everyone else was partying and drinking and we're all cleaning a table. We're like putting shit away. And I just stopped and went, okay. So you could tell that the three Italians have been told like, you don't leave a mess at a party because we're all cleaning shit and we're like putting it away. And then I was like trying to scrape. They're like, do you want me to do that? And like we clean the whole like kitchen. And I was just like, we're all drunk, but we were like, no, we got to clean. Hold on. We got to make this look really mm -hmm. nice real quick. And it was great. I love Anna. She's my favorite. I mean, that's how so. you do. And it's so great. No, I did the same thing too. Like the I had a I had um a, a small gathering for my birthday. And then we can get into love talking bastards. Oh, we're just having like, let's talk about how we're ethnic. Um and like everyone had like I had drunk everybody up. We had like had great drinks, a little bit of legalized marijuana, good for us. And then like and I had went to bed and I was still awake and I was like, I can clean everything now. So I was like, had my cast iron, <laughs> I was oiled and everything. And I cleaned, I loaded the dishwasher, everything. And I just looked around my, my home, like, and I cleaned everything. Cause I'm like, I was raised, if you live, you cannot leave dishes in the sink overnight. Like, so even mm -hmm. if I'm like super drunk, I like, I'm like, I gotta wash my dishes before I go to bed. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna get it. <laughs> I have to clean this. But as we finish our Italian cleaning conversation, here is once again Pedro Pablo with some gelato. Um, but that leads us. Oh, you know what that was? Here, Princess, you get this in honor of what we just went on, which is a tangent. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But so we watched by request the 2015 film Bloodsucking Bastards. I had mm -hmm. heard it was not good, but as a comedy fan, it's very much a bro-y comedy that I enjoyed. It's nonsense, but fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And very quick. I expected it to be way more excruciatingly problematic than it is. Like every time somebody says something that's wrong in the movie, someone else says that it's wrong. So yeah, so like I it's like not that. perfect, but like they corrected. Like there were yeah. like three times that I was like, "Ugh," and then like someone else was like, "No, that's shitty. You shouldn't think." Yeah, that. I was like, "Oh, okay, thank mm -hmm. you. I don't have to do the work. You did it." I can just enjoy <laughs> this comedy. Exactly. Yeah, there was a whole scene where I'm like, "This is either going to be transphobic or mm -hmm. aggressive." It's like. 
when you watch Life of Brian, how they have that whole section where like they're talking about gender and you're like, wow, I know that you're like being a parody, but like this is very progressive of you. Uh, what uh, Monty Python circus, whatever you guys are called, like good for you. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I definitely like my biggest complaint about the movie is honestly like I had to wait like a good 20 minutes before Pedro Pascal came and I'm just like, um, yes, he's top build. I'm like, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm seeing the guy from Dollhouse and and Cabin <laughs> in the Woods. And I'm like, I see Ginny Goodwin's ex-boyfriend, ex-fiance, but I'm not seeing uh, Maxwell Lord himself. Mm-hmm. He is very Maxwell Lord in this movie, too. Like he rolls yeah. in like, here his to play team. like he like he just like okay, guys, I, he's like I'm gonna just send I'm gonna send Patty just this little thing like see I could do that. He's like I could be better. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's like Patty, look, I got this. Don't worry about it. I did this whole movie after I was Oprah. Like I just died. <laughs> I rolled into this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he like we'll get to his death stuff later yeah. on, but. But yeah, like one of the one of the things that I noticed right off the bat when he was finally introduced was the extremely over the top music, like created to be like, okay, this is it, this is the bad guy. Like we've been fucking around for like twenty minutes, and we've been giving you like impressions of these characters, but now, just so you know, this man who's like doing a fairly regular like corporate pitch to people is evil. <laughs> yeah, just in case. The you ominous were- music. In the background, we weren't clear. Yeah, here's the music. Yeah, don't trust him. Yeah, and it's not subtle. Don't trust him. <laughs> Although I would anyway. <laughs> like, fine. He's in a red tie. Like I yeah. literally out loud was like, "Oh well, he's the vampire. He's in a red tie." <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, "It's just right. telling me." Yeah. Well, my favorite yeah. thing. My favorite thing about like the preamble to uh, the the arrival of our Lord and Savior was just like how much time they really do like want to see emotionally connected these dudes. Like I, so back when I had a, a man in my life uh, in the dark times, he was a good partner, but we would watch like <laughs> the league and I feel like watching like four seasons of the league prepared me for how high hyper frat boy the humor in this was. And it was mm-hmm. like the entire time I was just like, you know, this is this is corny, but it definitely could have been worse. But I do, but I will say like the the moment that I was most related to was Amanda talking about like what happened between her and what was his name again? What's the Steve? Is it Evan? Kevin. Evan. Evan. The dollhouse. Evan. The guy from Dollhouse. Evan. Dollhouse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Evan. Evan Sanderson because they call yeah, him Colonel yeah. Sanders and they like giggle about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, okay, sir. But like when he said no, when she said I love you, I was like, oh yeah, she should have killed you for that. Like deadass. Like that is that you deserve whatever happens to you from then on. Yeah, you deserve to die. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, there's that scene where like she gets confronted about it by like what's his name from what from Kevin in the Woods, right? Or what what the guy, the other blonde guy. Oh, the guy who was. looks like Dax Shepard oh. but is not Dax Shepard. Yes. I seriously thought he was Dax Shepard, yeah. but I was like, no, his face is a little too small and like round and stuff. Yeah. But, but like when he starts talking to her and like, I'm like, oh my God, is he really going to guilt trip her? And then when she like tells him like, no, this is how I feel. He's like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> like, oh, you know. Yeah, this movie. Like, they so have I- an actual conversation, which was really surprising given the context of the rest of the movie. I'm like, Oh, I can't believe they're like talking like human beings to each other. Right. <laughs> this movie, so like I'll do my very quick rundown because there's not much to go through with this film. Um I was supposed to make a graphic for this, you guys, but instead of there's a graphic. Here. Yeah, there. It's a rundown. <laughs> it's my okay. rundown. So basically, like we see a corporate office. It's basically like everyone's basically dead. I said basically so many times. Everyone is dead inside. Um, they're playing games that no one's really doing their job. They don't care. Um, mm-hmm. so then, uh, Evan, the guy from Dollhouse and a really bad Midsummer Night's Dream that I just watched, uh, is like, he thinks he's going to be sales manager of this company. And he's like, oh, I got this job. Don't worry about it. He and Amanda, who is head of HR, used to date. As we've talked about, she said, I love you. And he said, no, to her face. 
Um, and so he's upset about it, even though he has no right to be upset about it. He said no. Um, yeah. And so they're about to announce like who the sales manager is. And like, we've already gotten little hints that something is afoot. Cause um, I cannot remember who, where the guy is from, but like an intern shows up and I know who that man is. Um, I can't remember what I saw him in though. And it's going to drive me crazy. Uh, an intern shows up, he goes to throw the trash out. And then like, he's like, ah! and then it shows a blonde guy in a car. Anyways, that's important for later. So then, um, it, Evan thinks he's getting a promotion. The big boss is like, and we have our new sales manager and it's Max Phillips. And this bitch rolls in with a pair of fucking sunglasses on in the middle <laughs> of a goddamn day and rips mm -hmm. them off like, hello, it's me. I'm in California dreaming of how we used to be. Anyways, um, so... <laughs> The whole movie's like Evan basically feeling sorry for himself because he didn't get the promotion and like blaming Max while also realizing that people are getting killed in the office and no one believes him. Like he's they he'll be like, No, did you not see Chris was dead in the bathroom? They're like, No, nah, it's fine, don't worry about it. And then there's like <laughs> one cop who I think his name's Frank. There's like yeah, one Frank, cop yeah. who like go like finds blood in the bathroom, goes, I believe you. It just like holds up the blood. And then they're like, all right, we're boys the rest of this movie. We believe each other that something is going on. Um, and so like uh, Max Phillips just keeps kind of fucking up Evan's life because they used to be college buddies. And Evan, I guess, fucked him over in college. I wasn't clear on like what happened there, but something went, oh, no. It was his girlfriend. Evan's girlfriend. Yeah, Max mm -hmm. slept with Evan's yeah. girlfriend. Um. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm so sorry to that man, but if, like, Pedro Pascal walked into a room, I'd be like, hi. What's up? Yeah. I'd call her and be like, hey, do you want to join? Like, <laughs> like, you know who's here? What's yeah. up? <laughs> um, but so then uh, Evan has to work late on some project, and he's working with their, his one friend, and he's like, oh, we didn't get the reports from, like, June. Go downstairs and get them. And so the guy goes downstairs and, like, thinks that – one of the girl, like the receptionist is hitting on him when in reality she's trying to turn him to a vampire and so like evan realizes like oh no vampires are taking over the office so he calls amanda well first of all this happens when they find their dead friend so he's in a red tie again mm -hmm. if you didn't know that he was a fucking uh vampire this red tie probably helps mm -hmm. um and so then uh he calls amanda but guess who answers amanda's phone uh, this man da, on the couch. Da, da. Uh, and so then movie goes on, bunch of shit da, happens. Da, da. Da, da, da. Um, bunch of shit happens only to discover that like the whole plan all along was just to turn the entire office into vampires so that their pro productivity goes up. Capitalism. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, like, Capitalism is the real enemy in this movie, guys. True. It's not the vampires. <laughs> no. And so then like, uh, Evan, his uh, not Dak Shepard friend, Frank, and Amanda are all like, yeah, no, we're not doing this. We're going to leave. And they think they can just leave. I mean, they eventually do. But they think they can just leave and escape a bunch of vampires. Um, and they uh, obviously win. And they go on to live their life and just walk down the street of uh, some street in California, covered in blood, and no one says a word to them. And it's fine. Um, and that's blood-sucking bastards. There's more pictures I figure we'll show when we get into it. But, like, look, it's a fun, dumb comedy. Yeah. And a tight 90. So a great way of wasting time because it's not that long. Yeah. I think, like, any movie that is, like, 85 minutes is, like, already can automatically get, like, two and a half stars from me no matter what. Because I'm like, you know what? This could have been bad, but you were short. So, like, yeah. this makes you better. Um, And I think I was never bored watching it. I was like, I was like, I know how this is going. But they had really witty banter for what it was trying to do. And I felt like, I felt like for what it was trying to be, it, it was a purpose, it was, like, a perfectly serviceable, campy vampire film. So I was like, you know, this is fine. This is fine. I don't know why anyone would think of it as trying to be something deeper than it is, besides how about how capitalism sucks. But like, 
That's great. Love that for, <laughs> yeah. for love that for us. Thanks, Pedro Pascal. Thanks, Pedro. You you told us capitalism sucks twice now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, possibly even a capitalist. Yeah, probably more. Like he just his whole career is like, hey, capitalism fucking sucks. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like <laughs> every time I think of like one, I'm like, this is like, what is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is a scene in a movie where they're talking about, like, how they're all vampires. And, like, this bitch is like, I'm going to try and break open a peanut? Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's doing, like, super strength. Stuff. So, like. <laughs> he's just, like, I'm going to like this. And then, like, so in, in that scene, I just showed the boss is, like, yay, I'm the last one he's turning into a vampire. Only to re- learn that, he, no, he's going to get murdered by the vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, and he breaks his neck. And so then. Here's uh, Pedro Pascal just sitting at a desk. Look at us. Hot. But yeah, it's hot. <laughs> That's the problem is like this whole movie, like every time he's like, I'm a villain, I'm a vampire, I'd be like, turn me then, bitch. Yeah. I would have right. just been like the first one to be like, all right, cool. set the <laughs> meeting up. Set, send, send, it to my, uh, send it to my calendar. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, what day? What day are we doing? Let's italic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like in your gmail where you have to say yes or no like you agree to this meeting it's like yeah i agree let's go like turn me on turn into vampires why not 2 30 tuesday i did like i don't have this picture so uh katrina if you have it great but i liked how much he looked like a buffy villain or a <gasps> buffy vampire yes yes he My- was a buffy vampire but like oh yeah because he was on buffy mm-hmm. yeah yeah let me see if i can i can pull it up yeah that was it was a it was like a cool little callback right yeah in a way well, i don't know if it was kind of, intentional but well because the what evan is a whedon boy and then he straight up looks like a buffy vampire mm-hmm. but he was eddie I remember that because I looked up while I was watching that episode and was like, was that Pedro Pascal? Here we go. Pedro Pascal as Vampire Eddie. Let me pop it in here real quick. Yeah, we. I was actually just watching this episode uh, with my friend yesterday. Uh, oh, here we go. Yeah. So it's it's very... <laughs> oh, it's so funny looking. I love oh, it. That's so I wish funny. I could put these like side by side. Side by side. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, it's, it, it looks like an older version of his. Yeah. It's Eddie 20 years later. Yeah. You guys should definitely world. Do, use, those, use those two pictures and be like, life is good. It could be better. <laughs> and you should totally do that. I'll turn it from our account and be like, life is good, but it can be better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, that. Listen. <laughs> this, is, this is one of his hottest, and it is because it's literally the year after he was on Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was just, he was still riding off the high of this. And we see so much of it in this episode. So, God, I love or episode movie. It was short enough to be a really cool episode. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's a, like- it's one long K drama episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Princess, you texted me. It's a bro comedy. And that's like what it is. It's just, it's like, it's the same way I feel about Triple Frontier, which is a bro movie. I'm like, no, this is, if you go into it and you're well aware of the fact that it's a bro comedy, Mm -hmm. you'll have fun. You just have to be like mentally like, oh, this is a bro film. I have yeah. to like, understand that, and I think there's nothing wrong with a bro film that can that at least puts like certain um, that is broy in terms of like we're dumb guys doing dumb guy things and isn't like you know it's not really overly sexist. It's not. It actually isn't as transphobic as it could have been. Um, you know, it wasn't like it to me. It was like very low on the problematic scale of things in my in just my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's always a good thing because I think one of the hardest things about like being a fan of comedy and especially like male comedy is that like you give that that film like three years and like it may or may not be unwatchable. Mm-hmm. Or you have to be like, I'm aware that this is a bad thing I'm watching. Like it's like there's so many levels of comedy where you have to be like, yeah, I know that's not a good thing to keep watching, but I like I liked it when I was 13. But this, like you said, doesn't feel that way. It's like, yeah. 
it could have been at least 10 times worse than it was. It's like, mm -hmm. it's vampires. Yeah. I did, I did at one point just find myself singing the like, I am a vampire, I am a vampire, I am a vampire. Instead of like what, watching whatever was going on, I was just singing. <laughs> there were there were a, a lot of moments during like the first 20 minutes where I was like, I can get up and clean for a second. Like I can get up and like move this item from the box to the shelf. Like, and then he showed up and I was like, okay, now I'll sit down. Now you know. I have to walk. Yeah, now, now I, I mean, like, I have a clear idea of what these characters' relationships are, and I'm listening slightly to their banter about, like, what their problems are with each other, etc. So, now I'm here. Now I can, I'm, I'm good to watch. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> great. Now you can go boom snap. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, yeah, granted, I watch a lot of things that he's either barely in or you don't see his face, but... This movie, I was like, yeah, I'm. he is literally second build and doesn't show up for 20 minutes of a movie that is only an hour and, like, 24 minutes long. That was entirely, I can tell, I'm sure it was a move that was, like, both between contract and marketing, where it was, like, you know, Pedro's agent was probably, like, he'll be in this, like, dumb little movie post-Game of Thrones, but he has to be second build. And then marketing was like, yes, like, of course, we want yep. him to be the first build, but guess what? We can't have that. But as long as we say Pedro Pascal is in this movie, we're cool with it. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that's why we're here talking about it today. Because if it wasn't for that, I would have, like, literally, I when I went to go type in P-E, like, the second thing that it showed was, like, it was Pedro Pascal, and then it was Petals in the Wind. And I was like, ooh, Petals in the Wind. I could watch that. And I was like, no, 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 no. We have to do it. We're watching <laughs> We're watching Blood Sucking Mouth. Petals in the Wind was called for a second. I was like, yeah, that's for if we have to do that uh, Flowers in the Attic Expanded Universe uh, podcast. Then we'll do that. We'll do that one, yeah, when we, when we start that podcast next. I love it. Um, but yeah, like, it's just one of those movies that I'm like, yeah, it's good for what it is. It's like the best way to say it. So it's like you don't just straight out be like, yeah, it's a good movie. No, it's good for what it is. Mm -hmm. It is a movie that is very clearly a bunch of guys who were like, wouldn't it be funny if we worked in an office and then the guy who came in to take over was a vampire and he turned all of us? It's like, yeah, great. Everyone has had that thought while either drunk or high. And they just made it into a movie. Yeah, it feels, yeah, it feels like an office joke. Like, I feel like a joke from The Office that someone was like, let's make that into a... I never watched The Office, except... I watched the that, there's an episode of the, the office US where one. they think he's a so, vampire mm, well like, there you go <laughs> see it's like it's just it's just an evolution of all that yeah because it's like in the office there's a bat that gets into the office and so like jim gets bitten or jim says he got bit by the bat he didn't and so like the whole time he's like yeah and he like pretends to become a vampire and so dwight like <laughs> the entire episode of The Office, and so he traps the bat, and it ends up biting Meredith, but it's the same <laughs> concept of, like, they think that Jim got bit by a bat and became a vampire. Um, but, yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's, that's all it is. It's, like, it's, like, someone had this dumb thought and said, what if we just made an entire movie about it, and all of their friends agreed, and then Game of Thrones star Pedro Pascal said, yeah, I'll do this. <laughs> Bless. Is, is it. it wrong though? The hottest he was is when he's like literally beating them up. Like this scene. No, when he was rolling up his sleeves. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh, I loved it. He's beating both Amanda and Evan up, and I was just like, okay, mm -hmm. whatever. <laughs> and I was like, something's wrong with me. But like, also, I don't yeah. mind. Oh. When, 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 he, when he was like, I'm going to turn your girlfriend and fuck her on this desk, I was like, Pet, please stop, okay? Like, we're in public. Like, we around. Like, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> like, uh, it's just like, I'm so sorry to Fran Kranz, I think's his name. I was like, I'm so sorry to you, but no. Like, I would be like, do you see that man in the suit? Do you see the man in the three-piece suit? Yeah, I'm sure he knows what we all, what we're all here for. Like, well, I'm like, sure okay. he's aware. So sorry to the, I guess, I think it's 2005 movie Van Helsing. But, like, there was also a time during that movie where I was like, I would let the vampire turn me. 
sorry, Hugh Jackman. Like, and it's like, <laughs> I don't know what it is about vampires. I'm just like, wait, that that guy, oh. that yeah, I didn't get Dracula in that movie was was not didn't have didn't have that kind of drip, Rachel. You should have you. I, I was young. You it was a vampire. I was young. I'm just saying, um, Rachel. Like. <laughs> Okay, here's what I think is so attractive about vampires outside of the fact that they have like evil, bad boy, edgy, like that kind of stuff is cool and aside. But rationally, the attractive thing is you get bitten and become a vampire. Like that is like the best. Even if you break up with your vampire boyfriend, you're still a vampire. You like, win no matter what. Partner. Yeah, you win. You just you have immortality if that's the thing you want or whatever, or you have wild vampire powers if that's what you want and uh yeah so i just feel it's a it's a win-win situation you know yeah. like well, there's nothing <laughs> except for the fact like maybe you know that you don't take well to the bite and you die but that's a risk you gotta take a lot right well like yeah listen would i want to be a vampire in like what we do in the shadows maybe they're a little bit like a hot mess so like i don't know but then they also <gasps> Hold the phone. So technically, Taika, technically you can have Pedro Pascal on what we do in the shadows as a vampire because the rules of what we do in the shadows says anyone who has played a vampire on screen is technically a vampire in real life. Yes. The rule of go. what we do in the shadows. There we go. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to tweet about this as soon as we're done. I love this. Tell him to do it. Tell him to do it. I'm I'm 100% on board for this. Next season of What We Do in the Shadows. Well, because that's how Evan Rachel Wood shows up. That's mm -hmm. they, they try and Zoom Robert Pattinson. I think Hilda. they talk to Wes Don't they talk to what? Wesley Snipes? No, yes. Wesley Snipes. Yeah, yeah. yeah or Tilda's there, but like they yeah, I remember they Zoom called Wesley Snipes and Robert was busy. And I remember because <laughs> I like could not remember who the fuck Robert was. <laughs> Your friend goes, "Rachel, use your brain i was like what i'm like oh my god i forgot robert pattinson existed <laughs> it's, like, it's the danny trejo it, it, that was that was the thing for uh, me i just loved it yeah <laughs> it's just that it show definitely is revelation world yeah i mean honestly i i'm a for me it's witches vampires mm -hmm. werewolves yeah like, werewolves, I'm sorry. werewolves well wait where's I, just, I already hate shaving I don't. Mm. I can't swim, Rachel. You know this. <laughs> God. So have a star-crossed love. Oh Gosh. Listen, I I already told Princess I have to like in the apocalypse. I have to go get her and our boss because neither of them can drive a car. And I was like, hold. I gotta get a car and go save Princess. And I've got boss. the fourth seat then. <laughs> yeah, but I but I'm the one who knows how to shoot a bow and arrow. So like that'll be yeah. nice. I will hunt and she will drive. <laughs> yeah, I'll just be like, All right, let's go, let's go. <laughs> um yeah like sorry to werewolves you guys uh, seem fine uh, i you love know what? Lupin, but <laughs> yeah like the the werewolves i like i can only really describe as like himbo and otherwise bow um werewolves i just really like them stupid and sweet so you know those are the werewolves that i support <laughs> yeah i like dumb werewolves or werewolves that boy whose boyfriend's name is sirius black who is a dog those are the only mm. werewolves I care about. Um, mm. Other than that, I'm like, I don't care about your life. Actually, no, that's a lie. I do like the werewolves from what we do in the shadows, how they fight with the vampires. And then werewolves Stu wants Stu werewolves. to become one. <laughs> oh, Stu. Yeah, I, I care about Stu. Um, but yeah. Uh, so what I got out of Bloodsucking Bastards is Pedro Pascal in season three of what we do in the shadows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not wrong. Um, but yeah, uh, any other thoughts on blood sucking bastards? I, uh, I mean, like for people who are scaredy cats in horror, which I am, um, this is actually not, there aren't that many, if at all, I don't think there are any jump scares in this movie. Like you're always kind of let into exactly when someone's about to die and stuff. Um, so it's a really fun little romp for people who like don't, like super scary horror but still want to like watch a fun scary super bloody movie yeah oh yeah so bloody yes so bloody. <laughs> <laughs> bloody because yeah. like i never went back um hold on i am gonna youtube chat i'm gonna look up why i know that intern 
Um, <laughs> okay, Rachel, the light is hitting the light is hitting you in your room, and you look so lovely right now. This is what happens when we record uh, at like four something on a Sunday. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm surprised I've never. You're... I'm surprised Aww. I have never sang "Sunday in the Park with George" prior to this moment. I was just like "Sunday by the blue, purple, yellow, red water." Um, oh, so I've been watching the nanny. Oh, sorry. And and it's <laughs> yes. Just, no, please go on. I'm listening. Stars they get on that show is insane. The amount of Broadway shows they get in that show is insane. Like they had the woman from Gypsy. Like for, who won in like 1990 or 1999 when Tony, and I'm like, how did you get this person on here on your second season? And like, when she leaves, she's like, for me, for me. And I was like, I understand that reference. So I, was just like, I love I was it. Like, the Nanny is my comfort show. So like, that's what I watch when I feel like I have like agita. I'm like, let me watch the Nanny because I can't mm -hmm. bear to finish these last two episodes of The Sopranos. So I like watching The Nanny instead on HBO Max. Yes, okay, so. I love The Nanny. I've been marathoning it a lot lately. And like, I I think my favorite, but the weirdest uh, cameo so far that I've seen is Lamb Chop. Um, yes, yeah. A Lamb Chop episode. So I forgot, I, listen, it's I love Lamb cute. Chop. <laughs> uh, I, I fuck with Lamb Chop. I still have my Lamb Chop doll somewhere. I love Lamb mm -hmm. Chop. I told my mom if she found it, it was not to go to my niece, who is a baby. Mm -hmm. I literally told my mom my niece does not get my lamb top chopped off. <laughs> like, that is my um, Because my mom is, like, trying to give my niece all of my toys. I'm like, what happens when I have kids? You've given mm -hmm. them all, like, all my stuff to her. She's like, well, she's a girl. I'm like, okay. But I was like, lamb chop is mine. Lamb chop stays with me. Uh, mm -hmm. But, yeah, I'm also rewatching The Nanny. I texted Princess because I, like, put it on. And, like, every time I want to watch it, though, it has to be late at night because mm -hmm. that's, like, how I remember watching it as a kid. But why I was, we were having this tangent is because I was looking up Jack the Intern. Jack the Intern uh, was on the Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. That's why I know oh. him. That is one of my favorite television shows ever made. And I was like, mm -hmm. I know this man. Why do I know him? Very nice. He was on a great television show. Um, but yeah, uh, there was one other hop. This part was hot, where he's just like <laughs> not paying them any fucking mind of the as they've killed like a bunch of fucking vampires. He's like, I don't really give a shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't care about you and your kind. He's like playing best fiends. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm playing snake on my phone. It's 2050. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's Oh my god. He's yeah. It was, you know, it's a, it's a, a fun romp. Quote that on the fun back of the DVD. Romp. It's a fun romp because it's a vampire romp. <laughs> nice. I'm doing so well. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's great. It's fun. It is whatever. Um, so let's get into. Wait, do we rank? Rank? Or do we do yeah, my song? Uh, we rank first. Yeah, I think we rank first. I think that's what we're up to. Okay, hold on. Let me pull do we that really up. The actual order of our show. I'm like, I don't no. fucking know. Um, I do my best. What? Okay, Rachel, what's your rank? Oops, not that always, one. As always. No, okay. Check 10 it. out of 10. Yes. <laughs> yes. Are there things that didn't need to be in there? Sure. They try mm -hmm. and like fix their problematic elements by having someone call them out but like it's a comedy from 2015 it aged better than it most of its kind i will say cool. that yeah awesome well uh i fully agree with you but also my rating is a whole bunch of vampires i just really like this fun little vampire movie but i can't really i guess i can't really rank it because i don't want to like I don't want to be mean to it, you know. Wait, I do. We didn't talk about. It. I love that how he became a vampire was he got kicked out of college and then just went to Romania. Hey, well, he sucked. He got yeah, bit like by the Sebastian only Stan. He's like, yes, Seth Stan made him a vampire. Yes, exactly. Yeah, because he went in for blood sucking bastards. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, yeah. What What about you, princess? What do you think? 
I think I would, all right, I'm the copy. So rate out of 10, like Rachel, I would give it six bloodstained shirts out of 10. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. like, definitely not perfect. I think in terms of like campy odds horror, it's definitely like very solid. It's over really quickly. Everyone is like appropriately douchey charming and Pedro Pascal is super duper hot. And by the time you could possibly get bored, the movie's over. So that's a solid six out of 10 bloody shirts for me. Boom, six out of 10, everybody. We don't have a bloody shirt emoji yet, but you know what, we really should. I know, I'll I'll allow it. (laughs) (laughs) Get on uh, it, emoji makers. Get on it. Now in another get on it move that we need people to do. We're gonna go to my or my favorite time where now I have to sing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Stash, 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 stash. The stash on everybody's lips is gonna be Pedro's. Gosh, I hope that timed well in the actual recording. <laughs> With the broom. Yeah, I think it did. Um, but. So my favorite look in this movie, there's no stash yet again. I'm sorry for the second week in a row we have picked a movie where he doesn't have a mustache. Um, you know what? You guys asked for it. So yeah. here we but are. you know what? So first, here is my stash pick. <laughs> Sitting in front of Frank Sinatra. Perfect. To specifically me. Um, mm-hmm. Pedro, if you're listening, please tweet at me what your favorite Frank Sinatra song is. I want to know. And who your favorite drag queen is. Anyways. Um, but in this movie, the hottest he was is when he's taking off these fucking sunglasses, just like, oh, hello, I'm the boss now. Um, and yeah, I don't know why I liked it a lot. He's hot in other parts of this movie, but like, that was the one I was like, I'm interested. Yeah. Carry on. Uh, I guess my stash of the week is a bit of a flashback to New Year's Eve. Um, I was just thinking about this one while I was packing away the shirt that Rachel gave me, which is an outline of this image. Uh, and so I just made that my stash of the week because it's a a stash with a bonus stash and beard on Oscar's part. And it's maybe something's wrong with me and my mental state, but like I sure do love a guy drinking a beer. Anyways, um, (laughs) it's always been hot. I don't understand it. I don't want to unpack it. (laughs) I don't care. Um, I, I cannot wait for right. your Oscar Isaac spinoff podcast. <laughs> I, can't, when I mean, happens, it should I'm exist. But... Oh. oh my God. Oh my God. Don't make me do it. I will. <laughs> I mean, listen, you know, I love an Oscar Isaac film. Uh, Inside Lewin Davis, a perfect movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got all my favorites in it. Him and Bob Dylan. Um, so, Princess, you said you have two. First up is the boy everyone fell in love with who loves everybody, Oren Martell. Amazing. Martell so tell us why you love him. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> so, I love, like, we don't, ha- we, we don't get a lot of bisexual male rap in, in the world, and I love that he's playing a strong, powerful, bisexual man. And I read the books. So Dorn was like my favorite. And I was so hyped for Dorn. And because Oberyn was just so powerful, so beautiful, died so tragically, I was like, you guys do this and you guys. And then uh, they fucked the bed on that. Um, but <laughs> when Ober- Oberyn was in a scene, I mean, that scene where he like plays with the flame, like when he's like on the fire, like, what am I what supposed I don't to under- do? <sighs> What I don't understand is, like, Pedro Pascal goes from, like, being one of the hottest human beings on the planet. Like, he's literally playing with fire. And then you watch, like, the bonus features, and he, like, knocks over a torch and almost catches himself on fire. So it's like he goes from being, like, look at how hot I am, look at what I can do, to, like, oh, I've, I'm a klutz who almost Rachel, caught my entire self on fire. Well, then he's I need to get better at acting. Way. Because I'm mm. the I'm just the klutzy side. I need to get to the like watch how hot I am playing with you fire side. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get on that side. And then you also said, I forget exactly what you texted me, but it was really good about Din Dajarin. Um, 
You also oh, said, I think... said that your choice was Dinajarin. Love but, it. Like he's just so hot. It's, it's because he's a dad. It's because he's a daddy. Um, that TikTok really daddy? got into my brain. And I just, yeah. I just love Pedro Pascal. He has such positive energy. He's such a great ally to the trans community and the queer community in general. And I just feel like there's a lot of, con and I say this not like, I don't say this lightly. Like, I am very like bereft to just call a cis hetero presenting man a queer icon. But Pedro Pascal to me is a queer icon because he walks the walk. Well, as far as an ally can be and talks the talk. And I think that's really great. And I just, you know, I love him so much. But I will say the statue put in about him and Oscar Isaacs, like that is the creme de la creme. Because that is like, yeah. that is like the unicorn that you want to be a part of. It's like, please let me be a bit. Please let me, be a let me in. Let me in. Yeah, you're, you're, you're Eric Andre. Like, just like, grab it. Like, Andre, just like. Let me in. Let me in. <laughs> it's going to be in Princess next New Year's when they have a party and we can all go outside Princess next and be like, let me in. Yes. Um, yes, exactly. Yeah. I just let like, in, please. I just, <laughs> listen, that whole friendship broke me on New Year's Eve. Granted, like I was still at home because of the pandemic with my mom drunk by myself, <laughs> saw mm -hmm. that picture and was like, I thought I made it out of 2020 safely. I did not. This picture had finished me off. Um, mm -hmm. It's on my phone. I, <laughs> I'm going to get that picture framed on my wall, I think, maybe. Why yeah, not? I mean, it's Yo just like, like they've been friends since like college, right? I don't like, know. Oh, wait, I just did a bunch of research. School. I just did a bunch of research on this because of Vanessa Garlton. Um, Oscar Isaac <laughs> was at uh, Juilliard from 2001 to 2005. Um, and Pedro mm -hmm. was at NYU, I think in 97. Mm -hmm. I know this because Vanessa Carlson uh, said that A Thousand Miles is about an actor who was at Juilliard that she had a crush on. And she's bisexual. And so everyone was like, all right, we have theories. And so I said it was Oscar Isaac, but then I was like, it could have been Elizabeth Reeser or Jillian Jacobs. And I guess then or Jessica Chastain as well. But like <laughs> a lot of theories. But also I think Anthony Mackie was around that time. There are so many people mm -hmm. who went to school at that same time that it's it's batshit. Like how many people were at Juilliard and NYU that we all love now mm -hmm. in the late 90s, early 2000s. Watch it somebody who retired to be like a homemaker oh. who is like living in Gary, Indiana, like Oh my God, that was about me. <laughs> she said they're famous. That's why she won't say it. Like, oh, okay, the right. person that the song is about is famous, and so she was like, "I, I wish it was someone who just was like, oh, I was shout out to Gary, that. Indiana." <laughs> I wish that that was the case. That person was just like, "Yeah, I quit acting, but uh, <laughs> whatever." Um, <laughs> Can no, I just yeah. add, the, the real reason that I, the, there are so many reasons I'm thankful to Pedro Pascal, but the main reason is before Pedro Pascal, Rachel had the most basic taste in men that I loved and respected her for. <laughs> and when she when she fell in love with Pedro Pascal and Oscar, I was like, finally flavor. I was like, fly, finally say song. And I just was like, and since then I have been so grateful for these men not that i haven't not that her white men weren't cute that's in stand you know he's doing it on falcon and the winter soldier you know trying to be trying to be a wilson real real good but i was just like <laughs> seen the light of like of like of a other like even though they're white latinos but like you know it's just something different than just a blonde haired blue-eyed man and i'm just like first of all how dare you i've good. never liked so a blonde <laughs> Never like the blonde. How dare you? Uh, what is Sebastian Stan? What is Sebastian Stan? What is he? A brunette? A brunette? Is he? All oh, right, he do got brown hair. All right, whatever. Brown hair, blue eyes. It's all the same. Quite the mm -hmm. whitest of white. Mm -hmm. Okay, he's from Romania with vampires. Where he, you know, he did the Pedro Pascal. Stop it. Uh, yeah. Well, in my defense, it's gotten worse because it was like I liked him and I loved him in Game of Thrones and on, but like it got worse during the pandemic because I was just like, what else am I doing? Just mm -hmm. watching all of his things over and over, and over again.
Um, but yeah, no, you have you have great taste, but your taste has gotten even greater. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. good old Pedro, who I write about all the time at the Mary Sue. <laughs> Went in down, I'm like at the Mary Sue, everybody. Check out the Mary Sue. <laughs> Where the two of us just do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. I'm Princess's hype woman 90% of the time. We went, this is also Pedro adjacent because he's in the movie, so it counts. Um, we had press for if Beale Street could talk. <laughs> and so like I was like, I shouldn't be doing these interviews. Like, I just want to go see the movie with you and then like I'll take pictures for Instagram. We were the only two people who came in with like a posse of two <laughs> to these interviews. Princess is like talking to Barry Jenkins, and I'm literally like a proud mom like this. <laughs> the corner. Like I was like, I was like, oh my god, you're doing so well, Prince. And I like took pictures in every room. Because <laughs> we were like, the whatever. Video, the pictures are so good. I felt so happy. <laughs> well, and then they never said anything, really? but it was so it was such a good interview. And like Barry Jenkins loved you. Coleman Domingo loved you. And we were just like, whatever. We're rolling into these interviews too deep. It. It's great. Um, but yeah, it was if Bill Street could talk. And I was like, that that's adjacent. He's in that briefly. <laughs> yeah. oh, and Diego I love Luna, that. I think, too. Diego Luna's in it, yeah. They're both in there, but oh Diego. Icon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's not now I'm just back into the hole where I'm thinking about what would have happened if Cassian and Din Djarin, like met. Because Din's old yeah. enough. Din's old enough, right? He's like 40-something in The Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh, so. Don't don't threaten me with a good time. I was looking for my... I, when I said he's not behind me, I didn't mean an actual person. I was looking to see if one of my Cassian Funkos is over here. But he's on Time my Time-wise, it works. I think they should have been friends. They would have been. Sorry been to Poe. Poe, you're... <laughs> You're not born. Yet. He's or not you're born. born yet. He's you're like born, a little but... baby. Yeah, he's like a little baby. He's like in the Mandalorian. I think he's around that time, like seven, eight, nine, ten, something around there. A child. <laughs> Sorry to Oscar Isaac. You don't get to come and play. Um, but yeah. So that's blood sucking bastards. Yay! We watched it. We watched it. Woo-hoo, oh my god! I'm being blinded by the sun. Aww. Well, it looks great on you. It does. You look beautiful, darling. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hitting my pointy chin. Um, but yeah, that's a movie that we watched. It was, and it was fun. Yeah, it was good. I've just been having like a lot of fun watching like some movies lately. Like, I think honestly, I think like this in Mortal Kombat because I like felt the same about them both where it's like, this is super fun. Like I'm not taking it seriously. So I'm having a pretty good time. Yeah. That's uh that's the mood right now. Yeah. About it. For sure is. Um, but yeah, so, you know, as we wrap up here, princess, where can the fun peoples find you? You can find me at Twitter at at Princess, which should be right over here on this handle, but I guess for the audio medium users. Um, I am on YouTube as Malin Pendulum, and you can find me on the PBS It's Lit Story channel on YouTube. And of course, you can find me Monday, Wednesday through Friday on the Mary Sue, writing thoughts. Definitely going to be doing a lot of winter soldier thinking thoughts with Rachel now. Spoilers. Yeah. All spoilers. Yes. No spoilers. But <laughs> Prince, Princess and I, for like at least two years, said when this show comes out, we were doing it together because it's us. We're Becky and Sam. But then a pandemic hit. So we couldn't literally do it together yeah. as we normally would. But right. alas, we still got to cover it. Yeah. Pretty much split. Like, I knew what Princess was going to want to talk about in episodes and just was like, I'm going to wait till she watches it and be like, you want to cover that, right? And she's like, yeah, I do. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, we're a good team like that. <laughs> I, was, I love yeah. it. Like, she knows with DC, if if Diana Prince is involved, probably going to want to say something. Mm-hmm. And that's about mm-hmm. it. <laughs> well, like, I'm really I glad have- you came on the show this week then, Princess. Yeah. It's been super fun. <laughs> no, I'm very glad I got to come in too. This Super fun. Thanks for having me and letting me riff with, with you guys. Yeah. Don't be a stranger. Come back. 
love it. <laughs> oh, I would love to. Uh, Katrina, where Anytime. do you find you? Huh? Oh, yeah, me. Uh, you can find me anywhere on the internet if you look for Oh Katrina. That's O H C R C O H C A T R I N A. I can spell my name and uh, look for me on the Whiskey and Waffles Star Wars D D6 show uh, uh, from the Cantina, where I play Lobo the Nautilus Engineer. And your other podcast. Oh, and my other podcast, Itu Banta Tambien, uh, which is pop culture from a Latinx perspective that I co-host with the lovely Kayla Marie. So please do keep up with us. We love Kayla. And uh, we actually, yes, we will be uh, coming back really soon. We're cooking up some plans for May 4th. So stay tuned. May the 4th. Um, and I am at Rachel Leishman on Twitter and Rachel underscore Leishman on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, you can find me at the Mary Sue, where I write about a lot of nonsense. It's normally Star Wars or Marvel. Those are like the two big things that I normally cover. But oh, a bunch of different things. We have fun. Um, and you can normally see me in Princess. Well, it, when 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 we're people in real life, we normally post dumb stories and shit at work. But mm -hmm. uh, we haven't been able to do that for. <laughs> over a year princess when we yeah. go back we have oh, we got to do some like weird ass video of us being reunited with our desks because i yeah, have my spider-man running to each other <laughs> <laughs> that or like we should it should be a slow-mo of us using those nerf guns that we have when we had the do you remember the nerf gun fight where one of them was oh yes shield? yes yes <laughs> yes i do remember that we were definitely infamous at that time but yeah we should totally do that again <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Katrina said, come back whenever you want. And thank you for joining us for Bloodsucking Bastards. Please like, rate, review. I don't know what YouTubers say. All that YouTuber stuff. Um, and if you guys have suggestions on what to, uh, what we should do and what we should watch, let us know. Here's Oscar Isaac and Pedro Pascal one more time. Yay! They're drinking. If, if there's something you enjoy, go and do and that. so should we. <laughs> and mm -hmm. and on that <laughs> bye bye